Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. You're listening to episode 15 of Let's Talk Hemp in the 422, where every day is Earth Day. This week is post-NOCO week, and I need to track down Mr. Rick Trojan, who's in the Bahamas, finished up NOCO, and all of a sudden, boom, he's on a plane into the Bahamas, hanging on the beach. So I'm going to try to get that guy on the phone, and we'll continue on and do a little wrap-up on what happened for a momentous, epic weekend in Loveland, Colorado. We'll be right back. All righty. Let me see if I can get Rick on here. Guys in the Bahamas, we've been trying to connect here. I thought he said dropping my guitar. Dropping my guitar? Dropping my guitar? Well, right on, man. Dude. So what's happening? You're in Bahamas. You fucking just bail yeah. out to the Bahamas after NOCO. No, I didn't bail out to the Bahamas. I came to the Bahamas because NOCO was so epic, I had to decompress. And NOCO was epic. NOCO was so epic, bro. So epic. Like, I've been to four out of the five of them, and this one was the first best. Yes. Period. Period. Absolutely. And we had... We had my book in the back cover, so this is the worst book I've ever read, period. That's kind of homage to you, my friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one says on the back of a book, except for the Hemp Roadmap book. Did you get that in? Yeah. We got it in. We got, we got it up. Did you not see it? No, I, I didn't see it. You. And, and for Lizzie. You have a copy for you and Lizzie, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, on the back, it said, this is the worst book I've ever read, Period. Quote, quoted by nobody ever. <laughs> so my 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 other writer and then publisher were like, no, this is a bad idea. We're not going to do this. I'm like, hey, it's my book. We're putting this in. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> who's your publisher? Isn't that yourself? Yeah. Uh, I'm schizophrenic. <laughs> I tell you that. You were telling yourself that that's the worst <laughs> idea ever, but you did it anyway. <laughs> Correct, correct. It was, it was an internal battle, but I won. Of course also, you did. I lost, I guess. If you, if, you, if you look at it this way, then I also lost. Well, hey, you win some, you lose some. Every loss is a victory in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets a gold star in America, so fuck it, right? Exactly. Let's gold, let's, let's gold star this day. By the way, here's my deal. Uh, my cup of coffee this week is the ocean. That's awesome. I just went to Starbucks and got myself a cup of coffee. I tried to give you a call, but you were beaching it out there, so you didn't answer. Yeah, man. I had a yeah, I had an epic night. This is this this part doesn't go on the air for sure. I'll tell you about it later. But wait, okay. we're 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 recording this, right was, now, so so we we're, yeah, we I mean, are recording right. So we're not gonna. <laughs> I, yeah, I understand, but I'm not gonna tell you this information. I'll tell you offline. Is what I'm saying. It was an epic. It was, it, this place is epic. Um, first of all. Secondly, Morris, we need to start a company down here, for real. Yes. I met, with, I met with an attorney and a guy yesterday. I think we have some some options, and so for, there's tax advantages and all sorts of. Well, yeah, it needs to happen here. Okay. Well, we'll tax talk more like, about the tax that. Tax is crazy, and also I'm, I applied to be a diplomat yesterday. You applied to be a diplomat, Rick Trojan, the diplomat. You Correct. can add that to your resume that the EIHA won't believe. <laughs> He was like, this kid doesn't do all those things. No, he doesn't. He's just a diplomat. <laughs> Bro, what if I was, I, I was trying to figure out what country. They just didn't do whatever country. I for real applied to be a diplomat with the State Department. Because we're staying with a diplomat here. And and he's like, he's awesome. We don't see eye to eye at all. 
at all. Like we're complete opposites. But he's amazing. He's funny. And what does the diplomat do? Nothing. That's what. They, that's what, nothing. <laughs> that's what they do for a living. What do, do I do? Paid? I don't do anything. What do I do, Morris? What do I do, Morris? Nothing. You travel. You travel all over the place. I tell people that I do stuff that I don't really do, and then the AJ won't let me talk until they will. Did I tell you they're going to let me speak now that I they called them out? I was like, hey, buddy, by the way, now you know they're 100% full of shit. Can I, still, can I speak at your thing? And he's like, uh, yeah, you can speak at my thing. So you're yeah. going to be at EIHA. I'm going to be at EIHA. Balkans, Greece. Let's talk about that. That's going to be awesome. So you're going to come to Greece now. You've changed your mind. Uh, I believe I did. I believe I changed my mind. We need to figure out this European tour because we got two videographers, Chris and Sarah, that are awesome. You know Sarah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Chris was H- HRT3. I think we should bring them both out for less talk camp approach of European tour, I think. So Chris from Washington? No, Chris. No? No, 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 different, different Chris. Chris Wallace is a, is a videographer, a friend of mine. Um, big big with SSDP. Um, he lives in Oakland now. He, he went on the road to Green, did our videography, to uh, when we were with the Menominee. That was, his, oh, okay. that was his movie. Okay. So he's awesome. Sarah's awesome. I think I think we bring both of them. You and I um, can rock out some good stuff with uh, Ireland. I got Raquel down. Hannah wants to. Hannah wants to do a tra- wants to do a car. I I kind of want to do the train. Well, have we'll you have been to, to, you've been to Europe before, haven't you? Well, I've been to. This will be your first time. Well, no, I, w- I went to England and Scotland. So that's not Europe. That's the UK. And then I went to Poland. When we went to Poland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course. But I've never been to um, Greece or Spain or Italy or France or Ireland, wherever the hell we're going to go. I mean, I think we should do, we, we'll obviously fly to Ireland, um, but we can, I think we should train all over the place. So we can meet people, it'll be fun, like, and it's a cool way to see, like, and you don't have to drive. Driving, kind of a pain in the ass. And we're traveling so far, we can take an overnight train, like, to Italy. Sleep on the train, you wake up here in Venice, and it's and the world is awesome. Are the trains very rough? No, the trains are awesome. Okay, need to make sure. I mean, don't don't want anybody in our group getting sick by traveling. No, someone gets sick. I mean, someone's gonna get sick. Let's be honest. Someone's gonna get sick overseas. It's gonna be me. That's just what I do. You do get so, sick when you travel. So, yeah, and I'm okay with that. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so I was gonna try to get um, back to you last night. I was at the priest concert. Priest Saxon. And How was that? Black Star Riders, it was awesome, dude. Packed house, all three bands were great. Priest got up there. Rob Halford, even though he's 70 years old, could still sing. Um, they That's rocked incredible. It. He's 70? He's like 70 years old. Bro, number one, I'm never going to make it to 70. But if I do, I'm for sure going to learn to play the guitar, and I'm just going to rock. I'm gonna be, that's, after I become a diplomat, I'm going to become a rock star. There you go. The diplomat rock star the discovers later on star. in life. The, the diplomat star. Doing nothing with his life until he went to the Bahamas and decided to be a diplomat, and then obviously everything changed. That sounds like a movie. It sounds like a really bad movie. Actually, no one would watch that movie. Just like no one watches my movie, so it's fine. <laughs> hey, so I heard uh, McConnell's introducing the hemp legislation today. That's what uh, there was a little thing on Facebook. Somebody yes, made a post. Yes, the language uh, is actually not that bad. Have you read it? You no, I haven't. I just heard that it was getting introduced, so it's out, huh? Oh, if it's not out, then I don't know anything about it. No, I if think it's it out, is. Then, yes, the language is. If it's out, then yes, the language is pretty good. If it's not it out, yet, I, I've never. If, I, if it's not out, I have not seen the language. Okay. Well, I, okay, so it is out. out but I have, so, I have so, so let's say it's actually, it's so actually pretty good. 
Okay, so is there anything in there that you could say needs to be modified that uh, that stands out as a red flag? I mean, the House version of the Industrial Farm Act needs to be thrown in the toilet. Um, right. For sure. Uh, the Senate version is much, much better. It includes derivatives uh, of cannabis, um, which is awesome. So that covers the cannabinoid dietary supplement space, from my standpoint. Okay. Um, and we just need to get it through. We need to get it through the House. Um, but McConnell's all about it. I mean, McConnell, I think McConnell and Grassley don't really get along because McConnell might introduce this, too, as a part of the farm bill that's coming out of 2018 farm bill. So we have the Industrial Farming Act, right? And right. we have the farm bill. So the farm bill literally funds farming in America for five years at a time. And this farm bill, if we include industrial hemp, which is what happened in the 2014 farm bill, which is why we're growing hemp. So if we include it in the farm bill, it'll be great. But if we have its own legislation, the Industrial Farming Act by itself could actually be fantastic. So, and permanent. The farm bill needs to be renewed every five years. So conceivably, right, conceivably, it doesn't get renewed and then hemp is illegal at the end of this year to grow. Because it's no longer that farm bill from 2014 is done. Yeah, I heard that, that the 2014 farm bill, they might just re-up it because the one that they're supposed to do for this year coming up, it's so complicated that they might in turn just whatever. What is it called when they just extend the previous one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's called Congress because they don't do any fucking work. And so, <laughs> it's called so Congress. Congress doesn't do any work. And instead, it's called Congress. Instead of doing any work, they just renew old shit that people did, right? So, yes, that's possible. Uh, this farm bill, the farm bill always is often is renewed, always. But there's a lot of pork that goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. And hemp was one of the pork. Hemp, hemp was pork. Hemp is pork. Is that kosher hemp though? Is pork. Is that kosher, kosher pork? Fuck, man. Cannabis is kosher as fuck. Because remember we discovered that in Poland we on the fireside chat with with our with our good friend Meredith, and mm-hmm. um, you came in with your two bits of wisdom, and then I came <laughs> out with my eight bits of not wisdom, and it was not kosher as fuck, but it was fun as fuck. Yes. But that's what happens in Poland. That's what happens when you're in Poland by a fire and also have other things going on. Speaking of Poland, in Pimp Today magazine, I got to hang out with Kurt the other night. We went out to dinner. It was nice to spend a little time with him. He's awesome. He is awesome. That was great. Kurt's an awesome guy. Look forward to hooking up with him in Greece. For sure, for sure. And and I didn't get a chance to talk with him much, but I want to speak with him a little bit more on providing some of the financials and some of the data. For the industry because hemp today has a good a good pulse on the global uh, outlook of hemp of cannabis in general uh and from my from my perspective and so i'm super excited to hear talk to Kurt and and, and use him today as the source for data and information on the, on the industry that's funny you bring that up because you know we're launching the southern hemp expo in nashville october 5th and 6th yep Hell yeah. and uh, yes and yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we're putting together, starting to look at the programming situation, and I think we're going to partner with him today and, and really do this global market intelligence segment that's similar to some of the stuff that we've been doing, um, but it's going, to be, it's, it's going to be a little bit different angle and some different players involved. So me and Kurt. Well, and different players, and also Kurt, I mean, Kurt, Kurt has, he's, I mean, he's based in Poland. He's run a media company, an analytics company. Like, he knows how this is done and he's been doing it. We just need to help him get it out there. I mean, he has the information and the data, right? So I think it's super cool that Southern Hip Expo and Hip Today are going to partner up because it makes a ton of sense. It does make sense. 
you know, partnering with him today and Kurt, yeah, on all of this stuff, whether that's Greece or whether that's Cologne, Ireland or Colombia or Nepal when we go do that next year. I think that the hemp today. Let's do Nepal. Let's do Ireland too. Let's do Ireland. Let's do Nepal next year. Ireland's itching for it, man. I know Ireland. And I want to go to Ireland. We hung out with those guys too. Yeah, I'm super biased as to why I want to go there, but I mean, I am going there, but I'm super biased as to why, obviously. Doug Fine's going there too in June. He's hopping over to spend a few days over there. So there's Talk a lot about of interest. A badass. That guy is a badass. Doug killed it at all over, the, all over the country. Yeah, he did. He killed it. He killed it for real. He was, he was great. He's always great. Yeah, he delivers the goods. That's one thing Doug knows how to do is deliver the goods. So, dude, on the way over here, on the way to the side of the Bahamas, I watched this show called American Made. Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? I have not seen it. It's with Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is like a piece of shit, but like his movies actually sometimes are pretty good. This one was like not Mission Impossible style. Essentially, it's about this guy with a TWA airline airline pilot got roped in with the CIA and the and the FBI and ran guns and drugs and cocaine through all Central America, Nicaragua, Panama, whatever, Iran, Contra, like working with the CIA, and then he gets arrested in uh, Mina, I think it's Mina, Medina, Arkansas. And the attorney general is like, we're going to fucking put you behind bars, this, that, the other. And then they get a phone call, and it's Governor Clinton, who actually runs the drug trade, and said, hey, you're not going to arrest this dude. Let him walk. And he walked because he was working for the government, running drugs and cocaine and alcohol and guns all across the country, all across South Africa, South America. Is that a true story? It's a fucking true story. Dude, it's a true story. That's one. It's a true. It's just true. That's what I'm saying. This whole, the whole thing is bullshit. That's why I'm like, this is... They're prosecuting us for carrying cannabis. Like, fuck off, man. This guy was oh. for real. He had he had six six. He had a fleet, six planes that would run cocaine, and they would just drop the cocaine through through like the doors in the middle of like the in the middle of Louisiana in the swamps. I mean, it was it, it was and it was funded and, and known by our government, American made. I mean, I don't want to promote a Tom Cruise film, but I'm, I totally am. This was a dude. This was in like 1978 through 80 something, 88. So it was Carter and Clinton, Carter and Reagan. So That's Carter crazy, was aware man. of this. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Carter was aware. I'm mean, sure he is. Our government's aware of drugs and money. Like they know what's going on. They they gave they literally gave the Tom Cruise character. They gave him the DEA and and uh, the DEA records of like where they're looking, so he would fly around the DEA radar. <laughs> right? Like, are you kidding me? Again, it's it was a great movie. But Tom Cruise sucks, but it was a great movie. He actually was pretty good in this movie. That's just been going on since dude since I was born. Literally since I was. Two years after I was born, this sort of happened. That's probably happened before that, but this movie is about two years after I was born. So my entire life, our government has been running drugs and guns to foreign countries illegally, legally. Yeah, it's fucked they're up. One, they were they're fucked up. And then, well, that's not as fucked up as prosecuting us for cannabis. By the way, here's a cool, here's a cool story. So obviously, I have CBD here. And uh, we went out the other night, got a little drunk. Everyone was hungover the next day. They're like, wait, how are you so not, how are you, like, I was going along, I was, you know, got up at six, started working, doing some shit. Like, how are you so cool? I'm like, I take CBD. And so I gave CBD to the entire house. Now they're like, all about it, dude. They're literally like, hey, can I have CBD this morning? Like, we drink too much last night. Can I have CBD? All about CBD. There's a whole, actually, for real, there's a bottle of, there's, you're breaking up a little bit there. There's a bottle of pills. It's called acetaminophen. And I said, we're not going to take that. We're going to take CBD instead, natural supplements instead. It works better than the bottles are sitting there. It hasn't been touched all weekend. How cool is that, man? That's awesome. Well, that's the Joe, Joe Hickey remedy. Joe Hickey is also a badass. He is a badass. 
And that guy takes a lot of CBD every night because he drinks a lot and he wakes up with no hangover. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, so last year at Icon, he threw his hip into, my, into, into me and, like, and he had this bonnet over his head. And I was like, who is this chick that just hit me with her hip? And I turned around like, that chick is Joe Hickey. So I'm chicken all. <laughs> so and I, t- and I told Joe, I was like, bro, I almost smacked you, but I thought you were a chick, so I didn't. But then I found out you were a dude, so I should have. But then I didn't. That's good. You shouldn't be smacking he takes, people. He takes CBD because, no, we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be, but I do. Smack it like it's hot, that's what I would say. So when are you getting back into town? I'm going to have to be shutting down this episode. i got stuff to do, but when, when are you coming back? Uh, I get back on Saturday, and then I leave Tuesday for Cali. Okay, you leave Tuesday for Cali. We leave, yeah, we leave yeah. Thursday for Cali. Thursday. I'm super excited for Cali. And we're launching our Soul Hustle line. By the way, check this out, bro. This is for real. Emily Stockman, our spokeswoman for the Soul Hustle line, just took first place in Thailand with my other friend, Caitlin Ledoux. Took first place in the federal in the FIVB tournament. She won the whole the whole thing. Awesome! Congrats. Awesome! She's amazing. I was like, oh, we need you too. No. Well, right on. Congrats to Emily. Emily, yeah, Emily. Good job, Emily. Emily is the woman. Emily is my favorite. She's my favorite Emily of all the Emilys. And yay for Soul Hustle. We'll, we'll, we'll plug that brand. Yeah, dude, we're gonna plug it. We got. Then we got. And we got to talk about actually getting uh, some Coham Co stuff and some marketing and um, consulting things together. But because I have some projects for us, but I want to plug that into our my new social media company. And IHRF was like, "Oh, by the way, we're going to save some money. We're not going to print on hemp paper." And they go, "No, we're not." And they go, "What?" They go, "Yeah, well, I'm like, first of all, you're not saving that much money. Secondly, you're a hemp company. You're the Industrial Hemp Research Foundation. Everything we have, our business cards, our printed, everything is printed on hemp from tree-free hemp paper. That's it." You can't you can't be a hemp company and not print on hemp paper. Period. You can't talk the talk if you don't walk the walk. From my standpoint, agreed. Agreed. And there's a lot of people that don't print on hemp paper that need to make the conversion. And the real honest, you're a hemp company. Period. Use hemp. You can't. If, if a company hands me was actually the day who, who handed me. I'm not going to say their name, but they handed me a piece of paper. It was on regular paper, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to give this back to you. Don't hand this to me. Don't hand this to anyone. Put it on hemp paper. Period. <laughs> period. For real. I've been buying business cards to you for two, three years. I don't know what a regular, like, this is a print. I don't even know what that is. I don't even care because it's not important. And we need, to, we need to buy hemp. That's it. And also, the cost isn't extreme that I'm like, holy cow, this is crazy. They're business cards. And the, the tree free is not the only place. I mean, there's the hemp printing guy out in Oregon who was out at NOCO, and he's been printing for several years on it. He's doing some cool packaging. And then there's sauna packaging. They do some hemp paper stuff, too. People just need to convert. Whoever you want to get it from, that's fine. But there's people that are in this industry need to be printing on hemp. I completely agree. 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 And I'm, not, I'm not just plugging. I'm obviously, Tree for Hemp is the one that I go to. But there right. are other options. But the bottom line is, if you're a hemp company and you're not, your business cards aren't hemp and your paper isn't on hemp, what are you doing? You need to, you need to reconcile your shit, for real. Mm-hmm. Buy hemp. If you're not using hemp and you're a hemp company, I'm not going to buy from you, period. That's the reality of the situation. I'm not going to buy from you. I'm not going to give you my money if you're not giving the industry your money. You want to talk about somebody who's printing on hemp paper? So Bluebird Botanicals, I'm going to throw this out there. We printed the first run of hemp ink being printed on hemp paper, and we did Bluebird Botanicals' new run of business cards for like 20-some employees. So they're the first company that we ran hemp ink on hemp paper right before NOCO. Big thumbs up to those guys. Those those guys rock it. 
Bluebird is, I love the Bluebirds. They're, they're my favorite. They're awesome. They're absolutely amazing. Brandon, the whole team, Mike, Katie, Ali, Jessica, the whole group is absolutely amazing. And they've been rocking it for years and, and they're doing it right. I mean, they have, you can go to their website, you can get COAs for all the information, all the information, the data there. And they're, and they're walking the walk. Exactly. They're walking the walk. So kudos to Bluebird. Yep, they're super cool people. They're supportive of the industry and of other companies doing similar things to what they're doing. Just all around excellent people. Absolutely. Huge fan of Bluebird. And they're yeah. actually sponsoring our uh, our 422 and it's Earth Day, correct? Yeah, they're supposed to be. They Mike committed to it when we were at Expo West, so I got to reach out to him. But yeah, they said we got to get, get him to give it to you on that check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that we're. I think we sent the check, so we'll get. Yeah. But I'll, I'll reach out to. I'll reach out to Michael and uh, those guys again. Thumbs up to them all the way around for everything they do. This California trip's going to be amazing. It is going to be. Well, hey man, I got to get bailing. I got to roll. Well, Good talking to you. Have fun in the Bahamas, and we'll see you when you get back this weekend. Later. All right. Bye. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.